Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me a podcast where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single even though you can make me a lasagna and uh put layers of your cum in there and say it's ricotta and I'll say are you well my guest today is a stand-up comedian who's been featured on HBO's Crashing Patriot and Pause with Sam J her new comedy special Love Joy is now available on Peacock it's Joyelle Nicole Johnson hello 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 hey Virgo how you doing boo Ooh, I'm good. How are you? I'm here. I'm glamorous. I am in a Hampton Inn. <laughs> yes, Queen of Hampton Inn. What state? I am in Brooklyn, New York, and doing the Bell oh. House this weekend with another Virgo, Maria Bamford. Oh, I love Maria. She's so fucking funny. You're so funny. Oh, she's the best. And I love just being, you know, my colleagues, my peers. Yes, beautiful colleagues. I love, I haven't gotten a chance to watch your special yet, but I love your set on The Tonight Show. I thought it was so funny. And I just loved you talking about your man and how you lived with a younger man or your house trader. Like that, uh, it all made me laugh so hard. I appreciate that. I really do because all my stuff is autobiographical. So, <laughs> you know, I got to teach the children that it's okay that you went through some crazy stuff. <laughs> I love it. How did you guys meet? Okay, I got to preface everybody. It's a little bit sad. He went to college with Kevin Barnett. Okay. Yes. So you, yes. So you met him through Kevin. We well, we met at the funeral. So I'm just gonna say ah, there's gonna be a, yes. a, an asterisk in my obituary when I die, and I would like uh-huh. for somebody to have sex that meets at my funeral, and then maybe have a baby. You know. Okay. Sad, but also uplifting because you know we meet at a sad time, but then from the ashes rises a love a, a phoenix love a rises. phoenix love <laughs> rises yes from the ashes. that's what that is your love is a phoenix love Ooh, Ooh we sexy up in here <laughs> yes we are so um it was alana glazer she fucking um set us up she was like i think you and danny would go well together after she threw a couple of parties and i was like okay so we got to set up. We met in the wild and got set up. Okay. And obviously it's going well. It's going uh, very I well. peeped him on Instagram. He's very, very cute. Ooh, Thank you. Thank you. So 
How long did you date before you were like, okay, this is the person I want to live with them. This is it. Um, honestly, it was the first date. And <gasps> that is just super weird because I'm just going to put it out there. We did it on the first date. We dude it mm-hmm. on the first date mm-hmm. because I wanted to see, I was dating a dude before him whose uh, penis didn't work. So I wanted to make okay. sure your penis works on the first day. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm of the same thoughts. I'm, I, that's the class I'm enrolled in. I feel I'm of that school. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are like, it's not the most important thing, but I'm like, but for some people it is. It's a chunk of the pie. If the it's, it's a fifth of the pie, at least. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Because if like, uh, you're missing a fifth of the pie, I'm not getting the whole pie. And guess what? She hungry. She hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> so how long has it been? It's been March 1st, 2020, girl. So right before everything went down. So what's that? Over a year and a half. And it's the longest relationship I've ever been in. Congratulations. We love to hear that. Thank you. I was single for 17 years doing comedy. Mm. Mm. (laughs) You know know this dick repellent that is comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always ask. I'm like, so you got chuckle fuckers? And usually the ladies are like, no. Absolutely not. No, men begrudgingly are like, you're funny. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're not funnier than me. They always (laughs) want to be funnier than us. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what that primal instinct is in men to be like, huh, I swear I'm funnier. Come on. (laughs) Especially on the first date. It's like a competition. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're like, it's not a competition, friend. I'm funny. You are funny. We can we could just be our own funnies. No, um, we're funnier than them. So that's <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody gonna out funny you on a date, Nicole Byer. Like and, and the problem is I bet you are just like me, where if a dude says something that's not funny, we are not gonna laugh. And that hurts yes. them even more to bomb yes. in conversation. It really does. And I I'm not throwing up courtesy laughs anymore. Absolutely not. Bitch, we bombed on stage in front yes. of hundreds, hundreds thousands of people. Of people. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, I'm just a person that you're bombing in front of. And it's fine. You'll get me back. You'll get the crowd back at some point. <laughs> maybe. And if you don't, maybe we don't need to go on another date. <laughs> was he OK that you did comedy? Like, did what was that like? Because he's not a comedian. Oh, girl, I made it out. I made it off the <laughs> off the plantation. I escaped. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. She free. She free. Give us us free. Um, he is a product owner, so he wrangles software developers. Oh. Yes. Wow. And um, yeah, he's and he's so funny. That's my like he's undercover funny. He's a very quiet mm-hmm. person, but he be saying the most sarcastic shit and I love it. So and he doesn't compete with me at all because he was friends with Kevin. So mm-hmm. he, he's been around comedy. He loves it. But he also be like, do I have to come to that trip? That's why I'm alone <laughs> in Brooklyn <laughs> right now. He'd be like, I'm staying home. I'm going to. Do I uh, have to come? Wait, do you not live in New York? I live in Georgia now. Oh, I had no fucking clue. Yes. Wow. She's in Georgia. We moved to Atlanta for the pandemic. I love it. You were like, let's get to a wilder place than we were. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I got a gun now. Everything's crazy. You have a gun now? <laughs> Yes, girl. What a wild thing to say. You know, everything's a little crazy. Everything's new. I have a gun now. (laughs) What kind of gun? It's a Smith & Wesson. Listen, so last year, (laughs) black women buying guns shot up like the statistics. No pun intended. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we be shooting it up. We be shooting it up. Black women and Asians (laughs) bought a bunch of guns last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I fully understand why. Uh, yeah, you said in uh, the Tonight Show that you're like, uh, I'm with a half Asian man, so we're ready for the race war. We- and that got me good. I was like, yeah, I mean, I think we'd all be on the same side. Yes, he would be on our side, but all, all of his family would not. Mm. <laughs> That's the real yes. thing. <laughs> the half the half would be like, oh, I guess I have to be on the white side. Uh, I don't really want to fight with the whites, but like, uh, I guess that's where my allegiance lies. Or who's going to win? That's what they want to bet. <laughs> who's going to win? Which side? Yeah, which side is going to actually like, win? Like the Lannisters out this bitch. <laughs> um, what's it? Is it fun living in Atlanta? 
I love it. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Fulton County. We turned the election. Um, it's beautiful. It's gay and black as hell and and like affluent, which is fantastic because, mm-hmm. you know, we bougie. Yes. And, and the beauty of our neighborhood is there's all these like love is love. Uh, mm-hmm. women's rights are human rights, all these signs on all the lawns. And the only ones you can tell that are the Trump supporters just have an American flag <laughs> outside the house because they can't put the Trump sign in this neighborhood. But they're real Georgians, so they was like, we're going to put this American flag out. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That is funny that the people who lean left are like, love this. We have things to say. And then people who lean a little right are like, America. Merca, uh, Merca, um, one more thing, Merca. And you're like, all right, that's it. Oh yeah, and guns, and uh, we come back with some guns. You're like, all right, yes, it's so strange. It's such a strange dichotomy down there. Mm-hmm. So, but I love it. But we're moving back to Brooklyn. But it was nice to chill with, in the pandemic with central air and a washer dryer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how this pandemic has. I, I feel like people are now like, oh, I don't have to just stay here. I don't want to be here. I'm going to move. Pick up and Mm-mm. fucking move. Let's buy. Yes. That is the goal. I'm trying to be like you, boo. So first time home owner is happening. Ooh, oh, you're buying a place? Yes, in Brooklyn. Congrats. Thank I, you. You love to fucking hear that. I love home ownership. I love making a tangible investment. Yes. Yes, queen. Get it. Come on. Congrats. Black, that's so black exciting. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, tell me about your special. Did you yes. have anxiety putting it together? <laughs> what you think? <laughs> I, I feel like some people are like, nah, put it together. That's what it is. I'm fucking sick as hell, bro. And I'm like, oh boy, putting mine together, I almost passed away. No, girl. And so here's the thing that it happened where, you know, we had the whole pandemic mm-hmm. and then I came out and booked the Tonight Show off a transcript. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. And That's then wild. did the first Tonight Show on May 5th. Mm-hmm. And then from then they were like, Jimmy wants to produce your special. And I was like, I, I was like, yay, but I. I ain't been on stage in a year. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, have, I haven't done hours for a year. Uh-huh. So I immediately called everyone I knew, um, Ramon Rivas in Ohio, like all my hustling friends. I was like, I mm-hmm. need to run this hour because what the freaking mm-hmm. peacock yeah. <laughs> is their first special? Is Jimmy's first special? My first special? And anxiety was through the roof. And... Mm-hmm. Now that it's out, it, it feels like I took a gigantic dump and yes. <laughs> I feel so much better. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel the same way. I just, yeah, running it was a thing. Finding spots was a thing because it's like, yeah, you can have a 15 minute spot. But I'm like, I don't know. I, I need to work out the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I need to do transitions. I can't just uh-huh. be like 15 <laughs> minutes. Hey, guys, okay, that 15 minutes was over. All right, here's the next 15. <laughs> I need to talk for an hour. Yeah, gotta just just fucking talk for an hour. Um, I also love that pink dress you're wearing in the promos or the promo pictures. Where Was that made for you? Where did, where did you get that shit at? Oh, my gosh. It was a Tool just masterpiece. You know, we are big fans of Tool. Mm-hmm. Your purple dress in uh, in the car. I just loved it being pushed into the car. It was like um, Sex in the City when she had to be pushed into the pushed limo. at the wedding, yes. Oh my God, it was so beautiful. Um, yeah, I found that uh, out in the streets in like the garment district. I fucking love to hear that because it's so fucking cute. Thank you, boo. And it was like the night before they were like, oh, by the way, we're doing the promo tomorrow. And I was like, Y'all wasn't going to tell me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, just so, so just make sure you have a promo look. I don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they love springing shit on you. You're like, okay, we're doing this, this. And they're like, oh, also a hundred other things. You're like, oh, didn't. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, and do you watch the show Legendary at all? Yes. I watched the first season. I got to catch up on the second one because I hear the second one's better. Well, fantastic. So I went to go get this dress right and I had my pink boots to match it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we're going to go OD for this promo. 
And I come out the store and there's this guy like trying to get in, but the place had closed. Mm -hmm. And I come out and I look and I was like, have we worked together? You just look familiar. And he was like, well, I dance. And I was like, oh, snap, you're on Legendary. He was one of the um, head leaders of the House of Arici. I don't know if House of Arici you saw on your um, your I season. Don't remember. But Omari Orici was out there and I showed him my boots and my pank and he was like, oh yes, girl, do it. So, you know, if a gay compliments you, yes. then everything, nothing matters. It means you look pretty fucking good. <laughs> That's it. A gay and a baby. Those are my favorite compliments. <laughs> a baby who's never spoken a word before is like, damn, bitch, you look great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can I ask, have you ever thought, like, do you think you're going to get married? Do you think that's like, oh, yes. Okay. Cause I've been thinking about it lately. Also, I was like, I don't, how do I phrase this question? Cause I don't want to like, feel like I'm asking like a pressure question, but it's right. just like in like in the world, do you think you'll get married? So yes. What kind of cake do you think you're going to have? That's hilarious because I hate that people never really eat the cake. Mm hmm. Um, Jean Grey at her wedding had a bunch of different pies. <laughs> I just want like a dessert table. Like I had a cousin who had a dessert room for her wedding. They were very rich and Jewish. Um, they had a dessert room. I want a dessert wow. room and just all different desserts and maybe have just like a little cake with, you know, the bride and groom on top. And that just be mm -hmm. a little one. And we cut that together. And then everyone just like has all options of little desserts. I'm so glad I asked that because I actually don't know if I ever want to get married. It's just like, that's just up in the air. Who fucking knows? But if I get married, I want a fucking dessert table. Dessert table, dessert room. Yes. All of that energy. Have you ever had a milk bar? Uh, it's like milk bars uh, birthday cake. It's like a naked birthday cake where there's no frosting on top, but in between the layers. Yeah, I yeah, and it's weird because I'm not really a frosting girl. Mm -hmm. But for my birthday, I take my special on my 40th birthday. And um, my friend Irene Morales sent me that cake. Oh, see, that's so nice. I truly love that cake. But sometimes the consistency is inconsistent. Sometimes I'm like, this is dry. Oh my sometimes God. I'm like, oh, this is moist. I went into milk the other day and they had a disclaimer on the wall. They changed the name of the crack pie to the milk bar pie. And they said, we apologize to anyone we offended calling it crack pie. I need to meet the person who walked into milk and was like, I'm deeply offended that you think crack is sweet and delicious. It's not. It ruined my life. <laughs> it was a whole woke disclaimer. I almost fell out on the floor ordering a latte. I said, y'all are wild. <laughs> I feel pie. like. That's what's ruining the community. <laughs> That's an insane thing. Yes. I, what? Just the fact that that company needed to apologize to people. It was on the wall. <laughs> We're living in the wildest fucking times, man. Like, that's nuts. <laughs> no more crack pie. No more crack pie and milk. Sorry about it. Real quick, we got to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U. 
L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. And we're back. Joyelle, let me ask you. So I've heard, a little birdie told me, Mars, my producer, said that you (laughs) lived with a dominatrix. I absolutely lived with a dominatrix. This is so fun for me. What was that like? I lived with a dominatrix who was, as you can understand, a comedian. She was like an open micer. Mm -hmm. So she was new to the dominatrix game and she was feeling herself out. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, like, (laughs) she wanted to get a dungeon space. Like oh. rent the space, but she couldn't afford it. So she asked me if she could bring the slaves to the house. And I was like, as oh. long as you don't call them slaves to my African-American <laughs> face. <laughs> I need you to uh, not. <laughs> that's so funny. Hey, can I bring slaves over? First of all, <laughs> ma'am, <laughs> you can't just call them slaves and say, can I bring slaves into the house? Because then you're like, will I become a slave? What, what, so is, what is this? What's the criteria? I'm 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 triggered. So fucking funny. <laughs> I am triggered. But also, my favorite thing, because I believe sex work is work. Love and it. some people have a real issue with that. But I'm like, not being able to afford a dungeon space, I feel that on a level. Just <laughs> 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 like like someone who maybe like sews is like, I wish I could afford a studio to sew. And she's like, I wish I could afford a studio to beat people to beat and people. step on them and call them a slave. Yeah. That is so fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> and she, she couldn't do it because she was the open biker. So it's mm-hmm. like, how do you mm-hmm. get started dominatrix thing? And what she said, can she bring them over? I was like, girl, absolutely I need material. Like, why? (laughs) Why would I not just let you bring? Hopefully we don't get murdered. But she brought she brought these dudes. One of them was a foot slave. She'd be like, look, the foot slave is coming over. Do you want him to rub on your feet? I'm like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that she's sharing. Oh, this is I this is very funny to me because I'm like surely they would just go right to her room, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, I mean, they could, but like, if your feet need a little, little rub. A little rub. Uh, caveat, <laughs> he has to take his pants off while he rubs on your feet. Oh. I said, I am content with my feet <laughs> not being touched by that man. <laughs> That's, oh, I love it. So did she bring any of her uh, people over, her slaves? Yeah, she brought the foot slave oh. over and she brought the other guy who liked to, he would put on a little maid's outfit and clean up. But the joke there was that he's a white man and they are not good at cleaning. So (laughs) get the top of the fridge. What are you doing? (laughs) There's dust up there. You are terrible at this. Did she walk around to be like, do better? Oh, she would absolutely. She would like get on your knees. Is that clean? 
Get down there, lick the floor. Now, are you in like the living room watching like reruns of Living Single, listening to this in the background? <laughs> living single, different world. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm like, excuse me. I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going about my business. I'm, I'm making tater tots. I'm just chilling. So what else did she do? Did she have like good stories? Did she come home with stories and stuff? She tried. She so she had a couple guys that were like the financial slave. She really wanted mm-hmm. to get into that, which yes. is where they're you're just telling them what to do with their money. Yes. So they it's like they want a, a mothery type of they like they want to be yelled at. They want to be like, you're mm-hmm. stupid. Give me your credit card. You cannot be in control of your money. This is what I'm buying you. You're dumb. You don't know how to dress. <laughs> You don't know how to smell. I'm buying you expensive. You know, that's the type of stuff. But then also, I'm buying myself something as a penalty. Boy, oh boy. I mean, that is the dream to just yell at men and then be like, I also get to buy shit. Absolutely. I was like, everyone needs this type of uh, arrangement. (laughs) Sugardaddy.com need to update their settings. (laughs) I fucking love that that did she ever like show you the outfits she would wear like what kind oh, of outfits show me she's walking around she'd be like i just bought this would you like to see because she was also a virgo so she mm-hmm. you know we love to play dress up i so really do she would come with her new shoes and her thigh highs and um you know latex we love latex mm-hmm. we love latex anytime i see someone in tight latex i'm like how did you get into that Especially when it's a catsuit, girl. You'd be like, yes. that looks stressful. And then if you have nails on top of that, I'm like, how did you not break all of your nails pulling it up? I'm the worst. I, I break my nails putting on my shapewear. Yes. <laughs> I break my nails putting on my shoes and they fit. And they're not. They're like loose. I've worn them a hundred times. And I'll put them on, leave the house and be like, two of my nails are broken now. Oh, my God. I chipped my nail the day before the special. I got my nails oh. done and then chipped them immediately. And I almost had a freaking oh. meltdown. <laughs> I would have had it would. Yeah, it just would have added to anxiety. I I think I got my nails done like two days before. I was like, OK, I have to yeah. get this done. I got to get my eyebrows done. I have to look nice because the people will talk about it and be very mean. Absolutely. They so mean. And I, I didn't read so any mean. of the comments. See, you're better than I. I love Reading comments. Are you a cutter? <laughs> I yeah. My therapist is like I. I do think it's close to like cutting or like hurting yourself. Uh, and if oh god, I'm like in my head. I'm like someone who actually cuts is probably mad at me now. Who's like it's not the same thing. Right. Oh, boy oh boy, it's hard to just talk freely. Oh. Um, <laughs> who am really I? Is. Milk bar. Sorry about that. Crack pie. <laughs> Sorry about the cutting comment. You better anyway. release us an apology. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's going to be an apology at the end of this episode podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Anyway, I do read the comments just specifically because I'm if someone has something constructive, nobody ever does. But I'm waiting for someone to be like, hey, the joke structure was off. I think it would have been funnier if you had done X, Y and Z. Then I'd be like, oh, huh. Well, thank you. As opposed to like you unfunny bitch. And I'm like, sometimes I am a bitch and comedy subjective. Okay. Exactly. A guy told me after the Tonight Show, he was like, don't compare white people to the weather. That is racist. Don't compare white people to the weather. I mean. I said, thanks for watching. (laughs) I mean, every view counts. Every view counts. It absolutely counts. Thank you so much. He's like, maybe I don't know comedy. Maybe, maybe you don't, sir. Maybe you don't. I just, everybody has something to say about everything. And I find that so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's the way you got to look at it. If you're looking at those comments, you're looking at it as, A, these people have zero agency in their Mm -hmm. own lives. B, they obviously wish they could do what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, a C, uh, it only hurt people hurt people. <laughs> I Yeah, I believe that. Because sometimes I'll say something nasty about someone and then I'll really think about it and be like, oh, it's because I'm dealing with X, yeah. Y, and Z and I'm making fun of them and I shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. like within the relationship because we have a couple's therapists and if we start oh, yeah. to get mean. So how long into the relationship did you start seeing a couple? I think you said three months in, yeah. the, in the set. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. Three months in. And I was asking all my friends, our mutual mm-hmm. friends. I was like, who you see? <laughs> Send me that name. <laughs> I think it's like really fucking healthy to be like, OK, so I'm in this to win this. We are going to have ups and downs. Let's just because I think people wait till it's so bad to get a couple yes. of therapists. But it's like when it's good. Let's talk. That's exactly what it is. Like people right? wait till the house is on fire mm-hmm. and it's like, let's do fire prevention now. Let's cover up these outlets. <laughs> let's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's fucking baby proof these outlets. Let's it's like well, the electrical house. fires happened. Okay. The baby put a fucking fork in there. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that happened. So uh that and that's what he told us. Like, it's good that you guys are doing it now. He's like, so few couples mm-hmm. do it in the beginning. But I was like, I'm a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. I hate white people and I hate men. <laughs> so I need and help. There's two checks there. <laughs> there uh, yeah, I yeah, I just think it's smart. Um, also, do you run your jokes past your, your boo-boo before you say them about him on stage? <laughs> no, and he saw that through Zoom. Like we would, mm. we would be talking about something and then I'd go in the room and be like, so I just had this conversation. He'd be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> OK. <laughs> and he's he's fine with that. He doesn't have an issue. He does not have an issue at all. Um, and we, we've talked about it at length in therapy, too. And he's like, he just gets it. He gets it and he's OK with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that would be nice because I went on a date with this guy who... Almost immediately was like, oh, you can talk about this on your podcast. He like said something half funny. And I said, ha ha, half a laugh. And he said, oh, you going to mention it on your podcast? And I said, no, no, I surely won't. That's <laughs> even worse. I, I don't not laughing. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely will not. I will never mention this, but thank you for asking. Uh, I love that, you know, you had that thought, but no. I love your enthusiasm there, bud, Mm -hmm. Spuddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So are you touring again? No, yeah, you're doing a show at the Bell House now. Yes, yes, I'm doing. I'm still in that sweet opener spot, and Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, I'm here with Maria. I just did Town Hall with Buteau. Mm -hmm. I'm going down to, I'm going to be working with Fortune in Georgia. Oh, that's fun. Gary Goldman in the Midwest. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's like, hey, I no pressure there. I, I don't uh-huh. have to sell out this theater. <laughs> but do you have like a whole new 30? I don't got no jokes. I don't have nothing. <laughs> I don't have Joyelle, nothing. We are going through the same thing. I did 15 fucking minutes on TIG show the other night. And she was like, how much time do you want? And I was, I said, 10? And then... <laughs> I looked at my phone. I was like, I hit 11. I was like, well, I can't believe I did this. I did. Oh, my God. Uh, it's been truly an uphill battle. No, I, I mean, I'm doing I'm doing the jokes from the special. I can't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm having to get rid of these jokes. Mm-hmm. This hurts. It does hurt. I'm doing them perfectly now. <laughs> they're perfect. Yeah, they're all <laughs> fucking worked out. I, I did it. They're they're perfect, beautiful jokes that I love. Yes. Yeah, I'm working from the ground up, man. That's it's brave. Fun. I am not working from the ground up. I'm doing little commercials for the special <laughs> in, in every city. <laughs> little commercials for the special. If you like this, you can watch it again on Peacock. Thank there you. There you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> I expand on these notions. <laughs> the other night I closed with an old joke from the special, but I forgot that it led from another joke so midway through i was like oh shit they're not gonna get i was like oh okay let's backtrack down this i've been just messy i wrote this little it's truly a very dumb song and i started singing it and i went oh no and then i restarted and i was like oh no and then i was like ah you guys are all just watching me go oh no oh here's what happened i wrote this song and i messed it up um now, uh, do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> clap. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to sing a song, clap again. We're going to pretend that first part never happened. And then I did the song to like a pretty tepid response. And then I fully was like, was it worth it? And they're like, yes. <laughs> they're like, we're watching this woman break down fully in front of us. <laughs> they said, girl, <laughs> we're, we're fine. Yeah, like, 
Are you okay? It's like, are you okay? Do you want to like get in your car, go back home and really flesh that joke out before you say it in front of people again? And I'm like, I don't know if I will. <laughs> I will never. I panicked. <laughs> I threw it off the boat. <laughs> oh, God. It's just uh, comedy is hard. Living is hard. Comedy is hard. It is absolutely hard. And y'all don't expect a singer to sing all new songs every uh-huh. time you see them. Yeah, you'd be so mad if Beyonce didn't do uh, Drunken Love or Formation or Single Ladies. You'd be so mad. Yes. So that's what we said, the hits. And uh, it was Jackie Cation told me when I was like, okay, I just released the album, but what should I do for the special? And she Mm -hmm. was like, greatest hits, nobody knows you. (laughs) (laughs) That's honestly... Such a fun, like, what a thinly veiled almost insult. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, nobody knows you. The greatest hits. Yes. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Mm -hmm. You are correct. I put a a joke from my half hour into my hour, and I was really tossing and turning about it. And I was like, oh, I love it. It And it works. Feeling like you're going to be set up by a a shooting range. Someone's going to just execute you because you did it. (laughs) They're like, you stupid bitch. We've already heard it. Pop, 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 pop. And you're like, ah. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. Nobody fucking cares. No one cares. (laughs) But not only does no one care, we want to hear it. Like anytime Mm -hmm. I'm watching Maria, I love watching her do her jokes over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we got to get out our head. But good luck telling us that. Truly. Deborah D. Giovanni, I think I'm saying her last name right, love. has this one joke that I fucking love. And this is like maybe two years ago. We were on the same show and I was like, hey, um, that one joke. And I described it. I was like, can you, can you do that? Your nail polish joke? And she said, I haven't done it in so long. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, don't worry about that. Sorry. Um, I just, I, I really love. And then she got on stage and then she's like, this is for Nicole. <laughs> and I... It was for me. I was like clapping and like. (laughs) Please do it reluctantly. That's the only way I want people to do their greatest hits is reluctantly. I fucking love it. So, Joyelle, let me ask. Yes. Are you a person who dated in high school or middle school? Uh, Yeah, I had my first boyfriend uh, from the marching band. I'm a marching (gasps) band geek. And he was an identical twin and they both played the quad drums. Oh, yes. okay. I have no idea what the quad. Oh, is that like four drums strapped to their chest? Exactly. Okay. Yes. So I did know what it was. All right. She's got, <laughs> you believe she's got more yourself. knowledge. She got more knowledge than she thought. <laughs> you used context clues. I'm very proud I of you. I sure did. I was like marching. They're holding drums. Ooh, strapped <laughs> to them. Uh, that I am so not jealous, but I'm like, my goodness. How? How do you get a boyfriend when you're young? Because I'm old now. And I'm like, how do I get a boyfriend now? Period. I don't. I And it was crazy because I haven't even dated that much. I was single for so long. But he was my first boyfriend. Mother hated me. Um, and second boyfriend. Mother hated me. I don't do good with mothers. Um, in, why? Did I they ever know. overtly tell you why? Or was it just like this passive aggressive Oh, feeling it was aggressive aggressive <laughs> they, were, they weren't trying to hide it I, I would walk in and they'd be like hi like just oh no mad and i was a oh, kid wait. i was like hey hi why don't you like me I don't know what I can did. i stay for dinner are you mad <laughs> did you poison the dinner <laughs> i'm nervous to meet someone's mother Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when I was a kid. I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, those two, those two boyfriends didn't. And then I just didn't date for a long time. And now I have my current guy. When you weren't dating, was it a conscious effort? You were like, I don't want to be with anybody. Or were you just like, nothing's fucking working? Nothing was working. I was trying mm-hmm. to do, you know, dating apps. I was, of course, mm-hmm. doing the sleeping with comics thing that is <laughs> that we all know is a no, 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 no. Yeah, that's but a no, no. How are we going to learn our lessons if <laughs> we don't trip off the cliff? So, <laughs> yeah, did that thing. And, yeah, I was actively, I was always actively being like, somebody love me, please. Mm-hmm. So when you were on apps, did you do the reaching out? Were you the one hitting on people or did you let them come to you? I would try to do a little bit of both. I tried the Bumble thing because I'm very, I'm actually shy. People are surprised Mm -hmm. when I say that. They're like, you're not shy. I was like, I do. (laughs) That's an act, you know, 
Beyonce mm-hmm. is Sasha Fierce. Like that's Sasha yes. Fierce on stage. Joelle's actually really shy. So um, I felt like it would be facing a fear when I, if I'd be like, hello, hi, and try to make a little joke or something, mm-hmm. you know, trying to reach out. Um, but I didn't feel like I was good at it. Bumble is incredibly hard. Uh, I did it for a hot second, but I just, it was just too much rejection. I was like, oh my God, because men love to just, they say yes to everybody and then whittle it down. Yes. And nobody was ever saying yes to me in a real way. So Bumble's not for me. Yeah, it wasn't. And then I just saw like, you know, a little, I'm picky. So it'll be like, ugh, your grammar sucks via text. Mm. That's a great way to dry my panties all the way out. <laughs> oh, boy. I am terrible at grammar. I Sashir will literally decode my texts to like have to understand what I'm saying to her. Uh, because sometimes I'll go back and read it and I'll text her back and be like, I'm so sorry. That barely made sense to me. And she was like, I, f- I got it. You just dropped a bunch of words and there's the punctuation was all over. The- I get what you're trying to say. And I'm like, okay. Word salad. Yeah. So I'm going to have to find somebody who's okay with that. Yes, you have to, because it's like you, like Sashir has known you for years. So she mm-hmm. can decode. <laughs> and I'm like, if I, if I don't know, you'd be like, girl. Did she take her meds? (laughs) And it's like, honestly, probably not. The ADHD be jumping around. She don't know. She don't know. It's bad. Hey. Hey, and I can't consistently take meds. That's why I've never been on them. May I ask why or is this personal? No, I'm just not good at it. Like, I wasn't even good at birth control. Having to do something Mm -hmm. consistently, I'm not good at consistency. So it's like meds for mental and meds for birth control. Mm -hmm. You have to be consistent. And I never, I'm not good at it. It's tough. So what I did was, so I'm on, so Adderall, you have to take three pills throughout the day. And I was like, do we not understand that ADHD, (laughs) it's hard to remember to do anything. anything. So I'm on a time-released one, and I put it right by my bed. And when I get out of bed, Lord Jesus, does she try to just take it right then? But, you know, sometimes you walk to the bathroom, and you go, why did I come in here? And you're like, dude, I don't think I have to pee. Then you walk back to the bed, and you're like, well, I don't need to go back to sleep. So then you walk back to the bathroom, and you're like, did I take my medicine? And you're like, don't know. Should have taken it when I first stepped out of the bed. Absolutely. And then you'll look at your phone, and you'll be like, Chadwick mm-hmm. Boseman died. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, oh, no, now I'm wrapped up in that. Yeah. Okay, was I supposed to do something? Was I supposed to do something today? Ugh. I have oh, an yeah. Apple Watch now, which is pretty rude because it celebrates your, like, fitness goals. Do you have an Apple Watch? No, I'm not. I don't. I refuse watches. Oh, I see. Well, I, like, got one to try to, like, uh, figure out, like, my heart rate stuff. And uh, I wanted to do, like, Apple Fitness or whatever because I like working out in my house and... Uh, not going to the gym anymore, but it made this noise and then a little firework circle happened and it said, you have been active for 18 minutes. And I was like, okay, this is fucking rude. <laughs> but the point I was trying to make is I lose my phone a lot and has a thing where it dings your phone. Oh. And I was like, this, this is game changing. And now I don't lose my phone at all. That's fantastic. So it's tethered. Your phone is now tethered to you. Yes, my phone is my tether to my wrist, but... You got to remember to charge the Apple Watch. (laughs) Sometimes it's a bracelet that doesn't tell you the time or anything you need. Sometimes it's just a pretty bracelet. Uh Yeah, I I don't know if I'd be acclimated to that because I feel like once I just passed the 40 mark, I am in that technology no more. Mm, no new mm-hmm. technology, no new friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no new friends. We can't do that. It's very hard. I mean... Technology is fucking hard and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really difficult, especially, you know, you like sit down to someone else's computer mm-hmm. or someone that will hand you their phone and you're like, what is this? Even if it's an <laughs> Apple phone, I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't. My friend Gracie had she I don't she has like her screen cut in half and then there's like shit up top and shit. And I was like, what? And there's like the time in the middle. And I was like, I don't. How? I, why? And it really, I was like, this is, this looks hard. I could never use your phone. How to take pictures. <laughs> yeah, how to do anything. I don't get it. Joyelle, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You have so much hair. Oh, yes. How? Uh, 
I think it, it's definitely one of the good things I got from my deadbeat dad. His hair was super <laughs> thick and my mother's hair is super soft. And so mm-hmm. theirs meshed together and made this, this uh, bird's nest. I got to say, thank you so much for being honest. Because some people will be like, the nighttime regimen that I do, and I do hair masks, and I only eat uh, eggs and milk. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's just the jeans you got. Yeah, it's just some jeans, and I wish I could stay consistent. Like, that's my mom's thing now. She loves to moisturize my hair. That's her oh. new, like, old age, just bonding. She's like, I got to do uh-huh. your hair. But she's, like, abrasive about it. I got to come over, <laughs> and I got to do your hair. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Come over. That's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. So she's been making like yogurt mixes for me to, because I'm, you know, it's like we'd be on the road and stuff and Mm -hmm. hat, do rag, and my hair would be like, could you, could you you put a a leave in conditioner? Anything. Water, even, please. Yeah. My hair is always dehydrated and very upset with me. Sometimes I'll touch it and I'm like, this, my hair's a brick. It's not soft. It is so coarse and tough. Yeah, truly yeah. knocking on it. Being like, is anybody home? Yeah. No, she didn't moisturize. Yeah. And they was like, oh, that's why you be, you be having a breakage. Okay, you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my hair breaks so much. I'm wearing yes. a hat right now because it's been in these nasty little braids for too damn long. Oh, girl, I did the, the last braids I had. They dreadlocked a little bit, so I had to mm-hmm. straight cut some of the hair off. <laughs> <laughs> you know that struggle. Oh, Absolutely. We were like, I guess this just got to go. I guess I left those in too long. <laughs> uh-huh. Whenever I like braid my hair in box braids, I sometimes will let them go too long that they start dreading at the the fucking base. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, we got I guess I got to take these out and start over. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah, it's OK. Lump it. We did it. It's tough. <laughs> it is tough. OK, so Joyelle, you're in a relationship Yes. I don't think I'm going to be able to recreate how you met your boo, but <laughs> what is some advice other than going to a funeral for me to meet somebody? I tell everyone, did you make your list of everything you I want? Did. You did? Yes. Is it current? How current is it? Oh, maybe I haven't done one in a minute. Do a new one. Do a new one. Okay. Because I, it was when I finally made that decision to be like, I might not ever get with somebody. I might not ever mm-hmm. have a baby. I might be alone. And that's when I was starting to make money. I was like, it's okay because I'm making money. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I was content. And the second I had that feeling and my list, I broke up with the dude I was dating and then got with um, my guy. And uh, girl, I've been single this whole time, 17 years. Oh. Okay, real quick. We have to take another break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who, like, is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. 
Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we are back. Back to this list. Okay, so... You don't have to share everything on the list, yes. but what are like the top two things that you put on there? Top two things. I definitely put not a comic. I definitely okay. put that on the list. Um, I definitely put uh, someone who is emotionally available because mm. I was dating so many people that were just like withholding dance, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I um, I wanted someone taller than me. Ooh, that was my petty one. Ooh, that was my okay. little petty one. I think it's really funny when you see on the internet, they're like, come on, get you a short king. And it's like, okay, well, some people want that. Some people like a taller person. You like what you like. And maybe you'll surprise yourself. I'm fine. I've dated short kings before. My first boyfriend was five foot six. How tall are you? Five, ten and a quarter. Oh, she's very tall. She's very tall, so I'm I'm fine with a short king, but uh, our short king's fine with me because you know men have their issues. So I'm tall and funny. The flip side to the meme, yeah, tall, funny. That's a lot. Yeah, for a, a, lot. a male's ego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when a bitch, big bitches, big funny bitches. <laughs> I hope to have a partner one day introduce me as, oh, yeah, I'm dating that big funny bitch over there. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's love. That's nice. I did it. I did it. I'm bigger than everyone in the room. So especially in Hollywood, you know, we walk in looking Mm -hmm. like. Well, here's the thing. I thought I was taller than I am. I'm only 5'5", so I'm really not taller than anybody. Who knew? I didn't. But I think those are like good things. Those are like good, clear things. Yeah. They really like emotionally available. Yeah, it's so necessary. And and the fact that when I was like therapy, mm-hmm. he was completely on board because he has his own therapist. I have my own therapist. And it's like a lot of men don't want to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to go to therapy. So I was so happy that he was, you know, amenable to that. Yeah, that's huge. I I love therapy. I've been in therapy for a minute. I think it's great. I talk to this lady once a week who cares about me, but is not like fully invested in my life and has an objective opinion about things that I'm telling. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, so I did a thing and I know it's crazy. And she'll just be like, well, you needed to do it. Maybe you try not to do it again and uh, we'll see. And don't judge yourself. Yes. That's a huge thing. Like, don't judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't judge yourself for being single. Don't judge mm-hmm. yourself for being terrible at dating because I don't know I was, but I was like, I saw it all as practice. It's all practice. It's all rehearsal. <laughs> it is. It is all rehearsal. It is funny to think, what are we dating? We're dating in order to find the person that you want to spend a, just a chunk of time with. Yeah. And it's like, can I spend a chunk of time with you? No. Can I spend a chunk of time with you? No. Can you no. spend a chunk of time with me? Oh, you said hard no. Hard <laughs> pass. Hard pass? Oh, ghost? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me read to you what this man said to me on an app. Please. Thank he, you. Wait, let me find it. Okay, it's opening up. Boy, it's taking a minute. Okay. He said to me. Which app are you allowed to this say? This is on Tinder. I can say it. Okay, fine. He said his first, inter- he goes, Hello. And I was like, hello. And then he said, just from your bio, you seem like a lot to deal with. LOL. I like it. And I was like, okay. I. What's that? Why? It's like one of those. Why you say that to me? Like a nagging thing where it's like, I'm going to insult you a little bit. Absolutely. That's absolutely what that is. I know I'm a lot, but I was like, you could tell me like a month in, two months in. That you Not think I'm a we lot. Meet. We haven't even met and you think I'm a lot. Dude. Oh, 
and then also that like sets up an expectation that you think I'm going to be a lot in person and maybe I'll just be coming from work to this date and I'll just be like low key and chill. Yeah. And everything you're going to do at that point is going to be a lot when you when you come in with that preconceived Mm -hmm. notion that I'm going to be a lot. So even if you're like, oh, this is too sweet. Oh, here this bitch goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm allowed to think something's too sweet, but since you think I'm alive. He's like, oh boy, she thinks it's sweet. Oh, we're never going to hear the end of it. I'm like, right. oh my God. Yeah. And he's yeah. cute, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to go out with someone who already thinks I'm a lot. No, no, no. There's no need for that. And it's funny because I also put on the list politics. That shit is so mm-hmm. important, especially now with like vaccine. And I, I can't imagine um, some of my friends were saying, they got to put it in their profiles, whether or not you are vaxxed or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my homegirl went on a date and then realized on the date the guy was anti. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, check immediately, please. Yeah, man, just breathing COVID, giggling at her. No, I, yeah, I, we're living truly in the dumbest of times where you have to be like, do you believe in science? Like, <laughs> do, like you do, believe do you believe in, in like, elections? Just, elections and like things that have happened like what what reality do you live in do you think if a child goes to a protest and murders people that's okay boy oh boy that was fucking nuts and i love that like every black person i follow is like don't fucking text us today (laughs) we're taking a black day he killed white people and we got to take a black Uh day that's how stressful america is White people die. We still got to take a black day. So nuts. Everything is bad. Bad. Duh. Bad. Duh. That's why it's like, if you're going through something bad, people, it's okay. We all okay. Patty LaBelle said in her verses, if you gained some weight during the pandemic, that's all right, baby. It's okay to be going through some bad, whatever bad is. <laughs> I love that. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard Shaka Khan was... uh Messy. I heard she was messy. I fucking love her. She was on Drag Race, and the episode I watched, she was so high. Her eyes were barely open. And I think Rue was like, and we have every woman. And she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, Shaka Khan, that's your song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a dream to just like, be a retired icon, legendary singer, and just being like, oh, me? I'm in the clouds all day long. Oh, she be in the clouds. Yo, do you remember when Oprah threw that Legends Bowl? Yes. Did you see the singing for the brunch that they did where they were, like, passing the mic? Yes, but I don't remember it because I haven't watched it in a minute. Watch that clip again. You got to see <laughs> the the women in front of Shaka Khan when they pass the mic to her. It's like Leotine Price. <laughs> and she, like, shades her. <laughs> and, and it's Tina Turner. And they're just, like, sitting there like, this bitch. Like, they really have a this bitch on their faces. Oh. It's so funny. <laughs> That's the blackest thing. Uh, sentence I've said today. Leotine <laughs> Price. <laughs> I wish Oprah would have another Legends Ball. I mean, when the Legends Ball happened, I said to myself, self, the goal is to be able to be invited to the Legends Brunch. And then she never That's fucking it. did it again. Oh, she's going to do it again. You got, you, yes, you get the, you get the baby earrings. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just want some diamond earrings from Oprah. Is that too much to ask? I mean, it is not too much to ask. If anything, I think it is a healthy a healthy, a beautiful ask. Or maybe Whoopi will throw a Legends for comedians. Oh, I would, Whoopi, if you're listening, I know you're <laughs> a big fan. I know you love me so much. Just kidding. Whoopi Goldberg has no idea who I am. But yes, throw a Legends ball for the, the black comedians. Yes, that would be hot. That, that would, would be, be super so hot. amazing. Oh, we'd have to wear Tool. Oh my God, I would wear the most. Tool. I fucking love tool. I love it. It's I just, love it. Oh, you feel elegant. You feel opulent. You feel beautiful. You feel stunning. You feel girly. I love being a girl. I right? love being a girl. Yes. I, I was talking to someone and I was like, I don't really understand being non binary. I mean, every day I just kind of feel either masculine or feminine and I just kind of float between the two. And they were like, that's the definition of it. I was like, oh. But doesn't everyone kind of feel like that? Oh, boy. Oh, we got some work to do with humanity. <laughs> well, because 
because like today I'm like this is pretty masculine. I'm not wearing my makeup. I'm wearing my little hat. You look like you're about to set it off. You're giving very sexy Queen Latifah energy. I am here for it. Thank Rob you. Rob a bank, bitch. Yes. I fucking love set it off. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. That's one of my favorite hood classics. I saw set it off in Newark, New Jersey. Yes, you did. Opening weekend. Ooh, Honestly, probably a very good memory. Oh my God, it was amazing. When Queen Latifah kissed the girl, uh-huh. the theater lost their mind. You couldn't hear anything for five minutes. Because <laughs> uh, I remember watching that in my home and being like, yes, Cleo! I, oh. uh, that movie is so good. When they're on the chase and then uh, her girlfriend's crying, I was like, oh my God, they're really in love. The emotion of it uh, all. Wasn't she like crying like in some sexy lingerie? I believe so. She was waiting for Cleo to come back. She was waiting for her to come back. They were going to fuck on the money. And she's like, she's not coming back. <laughs> she not coming back. My, it's one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Uh, I Jada's remember best work. Seeing that in the theater, like, Oh my God, black women are shooting mm-hmm. when she came into the bank door, mm-hmm. the wall with the car. It's like, yes. <sighs> oh God. Yes. I love it. And then that man from Scrubs, he's the cop. He's looking for them. And then he lets Stoney go. Oh, wow. Oh. I just, oh no, I yes. ruined it if you haven't seen it. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't say that much. Whatever. Spoiler. The new name of this podcast is Spoiler Alert with Nicole Byer. <laughs> Spoiler Alert. <laughs> So I'm going to spoil 20-year-old <laughs> movies. Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. I want to star in a remake. Like, I really want to be in a remake. of. So- I I don't think we should remake things, but I'm like, why not? It's fun. It's such a fun Didn't movie. They say Issa was trying to do that? Oh, was she? Um, Issa, I know you're a big fan of the podcast. She listens to every episode. Just kidding. Issa Rae has no idea who I am. <laughs> Let me be in your remake and set it off, please. I think you should. I think she's non-binary <laughs> enough. Yeah, I could be Queen Latifah's part. Come on, I'll put on a masculine hat that day. I don't know. Gender's a prison, and I say uh, we got to break free. We got to break free from the gender prison. Okay, Joyelle, I have another question. Yes. Uh, so you met your boo in person. What is? Did you like? Were you flirting the first time you met? And what advice do you have for flirting? No. So the first real time I met him, because he he gets mad at me because I do not remember the first two times we met. <laughs> Joyelle. I was like, we were grieving. <laughs> I was sad. I, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but I met him in, I met him in Alana's kitchen and we were just talking. And I was like, oh, he's such like, I, I was like, I love him. And that wasn't like I'm mm-hmm. in love with him. I was just like, I love him. You know, when you meet someone, and you're like, yes. oh, you're cool. I love this person. They're fun to talk you're to. Yeah. a cool person. Um, and I didn't feel like I was flirting, but I remember feeling like, ooh, I would, you know, you know, when you'd be like, ooh, uh-huh. cleavage, like, should I enhance <laughs> it? Should I put my shoulders back, stand up a little straighter? Um, so, yeah, saying all that to say, I think I'm terrible at flirting. Like, I'm goofy. Oh. Okay. I'm so goofy. Maybe it's I'm just the one like... that'll fall off the chair like, oops. <laughs> oops, am I a cutie? I guess maybe that's the key. To stay true to who I am and just, you know, be a little flirt. You have to because people aren't, you know, once they settle in, you got to deal with the real girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with me being a lunatic. Uh... <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, baby. <laughs> so, Joyelle, we have come yes. to the end. Do uh, you have anything you want to promote? I have my album, Yell Joy, come out this Juneteenth of 2021. And I have my special, Love Joy, come out on uh, November the 5th on Peacock. So, November 3rd, watch those. Love Joy, download the album, watch it. Send me money. L- send me money. Yeah, but your, <laughs> what's your Venmo? At Joyelle Johnson. So if you... <laughs> Like anything you heard, you want to, you know, pay pay a friend. There you go. <laughs> you should Venmo your black friends, okay? Venmo your black friends. Just if you think about them. texting them, just Venmo them. It is a reparation. <laughs> Can start with you. <laughs> yeah, you be the change you want to see in the world. There you go. Um, if you thank you so much, Joel, for being here. Um, uh, absolute pleasure. <laughs> 
Uh, if you liked this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can rate it, you can review, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you want to send me an email of any old thing, ah, oh shit, what is the email? It's uh, <laughs> uh, why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. Mars, did I get that right? That's correct. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, you know, it's an easy one to remember, but it's hard. Okay. So, this person sent me I list, uh, this dirty review. I listened two years worth of this podcast in a month and a half. I would definitely love to put a candle between your cheeks and eat that chocolate cake like there's no tomorrow. Then hit it with my meat stick like a pinata, waiting for all that sweet candy stuff to drip all over my mouth using <laughs> and use <laughs> and use that delicious haracha like pussy liquid <laughs> to lubricate. Uh, as lubricant to finger you softly while talking dirty Spanish to you. When we're done, I'll, wa- I'll wrap you like a burrito and cuddle you until you decide you want to do it all over again. Wow. Okay. Ooh, that person's from Finland. Wow. Yes. Go get Jeez. you some healthcare. Global. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He likes the song Truffle Butter. Ugh. Ugh. Joy Ugh. Goodbye. (laughs) That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. This has been a Team Coco production. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.